Is your child constantly staring at his or her cell phone? Do you have concerns about the amount of time they spend with their face on a screen? Are you seeing behaviors that you wonder about, like, is this normal for my child's age or is something else going on? This is Scott Wiley, and thanks for listening to Practical Points for Life. It's become very common for teens and kids to spend many hours of their day engaged with a screen of some sort, whether it be a cell phone or a tablet or a computer or a TV. Well, what kind of effect is this much screen time having on, on our kids? Well, this week I want to talk a little bit about our kids and their media use. Some questions we'll look at are what is the research telling us about children and screen time? What does the Bible say about our children and their minds and their eyes? And what are some good guidelines for kids and device use? And then how do you create no tech zones? So the question for today is what does the research say about screen time for kids? Many studies are currently being conducted to determine this question because parents, pediatricians, and psychologists have some concerns. What we've seen, or what we, we have all seen, that electronic devices can aid in helping kids in some types of learning. Small amounts of device usage doesn't seem to have large negative effects on children's development or their behavior. But what studies are beginning to show is that excessive screen time, no matter what kind it is, affects the development of the brain, especially in the youngest years, when the brain is forming the foundational structures for all future development. MRI scans have found significant differences in the brains of some children who use screen devices more than seven hours a day as compared to children who didn't. Children who use screens more than two hours a day got lower scores on thinking and language tests in one study. A doctor described it like this, tablets are the ultimate shortcut tools. Unlike a mother reading a story to a child, for example, a smartphone told story spoon feeds images, words, and pictures all at once to a young reader. Rather than having to take the time to process a mother's voice into words, visualize complete pictures, and exert a mental effort, to follow a storyline, kids who follow stories on their smartphones get lazy. The device does the thinking for them, and as a result, their own cognitive muscles remain weak. Well, in my own practice, I've attributed to screen addiction symptoms like decreased ability to regulate their emotions, having poor impulse control, withdrawing from social activities, lying about how much they are using their devices, continuing to use devices despite consequences, losing outside interests and having irregular sleep patterns, getting depressed, getting agitated, and being anxious. A medical doctor named Victoria Dunkley in a 2015 article in Psychology Today listed six physiological mechanisms that help explain why electronics can produce these kinds of mood disturbances. First, she says screen time disrupts sleep and throws off the body clock. She says a few minutes of screen use can delay sleep by hours. Once the body clock is off, there can be hormone and hormone imbalance and, eff and uh, effects to the brain. Also, deep sleep is affected so that brain rejuvenation is disrupted. Secondly, screen time desensitizes the brain's reward system. On brain scans, gaming has been seen to release dopamine to the same extent as cocaine. When reward pathways are overused, it gets harder to feel okay, and moods can take a severe nosedive. 
Thirdly, she says screen time produces light at night, quote unquote, which is linked to depression. Animal studies have shown depressive symptoms when exposed to screen-based light before or during sleep, even if the animal isn't looking at the screen, they get depressed. Fourthly, screen time induces stress reactions. Stress produces changes in brain chemistry and hormones that increase irritability. And with stress arousal, the brain floods with cortisol, shutting down the frontal lobe where mood regulation takes place. Screen time, fifthly, overloads the sensory system, fractures attention, and depletes mental reserves. So what's often behind explosive and aggressive behavior is poor focus. And when attention suffers, so does the ability to process somebody's feelings and environment. So a small demand becomes a big demand. In fact, she says meltdowns are actually a kind of coping mechanism uh, because they seem to temporarily boost mental energy, which has been depleted by overstimulation from screen time. And then lastly, screen time reduces physical activity. Research has shown time and time again that outdoors, especially interacting with nature, can restore attention, uh, re lower stress, and reduce aggression. So time spent with electronics reduces exposure to natural mood enhancers. Childhood obesity has been often linked to decreased physical activity and replaced by increased electronics use. So all of this is not to say that all screen use is damaging, but it does provide a clear warning that unlimited and excessive attachment to electronic devices are not helping our children, especially as their brains are undergoing critical development. We need to find ways to teach our children how to use these tools without the tools creating more harm than good. So later this week, I'll have some suggestions on that. But another key question that Christians need to be asking is this, what does the Bible teach about our minds and our eyes and our children? And that'll be tomorrow's topic. So remember, this podcast is meant to be helpful general information. It's not a substitute for face-to-face -face counseling with a professional. I'm a mental health counselor in private practice at Practical Christian Counseling in Rapid City. So if I can help uh, be of any help to you, please don't hesitate to contact me. You can find all my information on my website, practicalcc.com. If you have any questions about life and relationship issues, you can email me at scott at practicalcc.com and I'd be glad to uh, respond to whatever's on your mind. This coming Friday, October 25th, Julie Norwood and I will be on the air on Lifestyles of the Saved and Sane in the eight o'clock morning hour on 97.9 The Breeze, where we will be talking about parenting the cell phone generation. You can listen to it live on the radio and online at 97.9thebreeze.com. And I'll be posting the show here on this podcast afterwards. So until next time, let Christ be your guide and love wisely.